All righty. Woody Shaw on trumpet with Dat Deer <laughs> is, was his uh, uh, answer to this here. He produced Dat Deer. Uh, this is from his 1987 album, Imagination. This is Lead Stories. I'm Beatrice Lee. Good to be with you. And it is Free Your Mind Friday. I always have to explain what it is. Free Your Mind Friday is when we suspend uh, our regular program format and we have an open floor. Except, and you have to keep this in mind because I'm going to be listening intently, except you ought to have an opinion about something. An opinion about something. Not how you feel. You have to construct a logical architecture for what it is you're about to say so that we could understand the, the pieces that go into your thinking. And the reason is very simple. We use a lot of time badly on air where people just talk uh, because they can hear themselves talk. <laughs> but they're not saying very much and they're not being constructive. We want to encourage people to use the time that they have more constructively. And you are teaching us, be very careful to not forget that. You're on air, which means people are listening to you. And you should have some method to your madness uh, so we could follow you and we can see where you're headed. It is not important. Please don't obsess about it, about whether the person is right or the person is wrong. No. The only thing that should concern you is whether the person is doing a good job of making his or her case. That's it. Otherwise, it's just another opinion. But many opinions, if they're good, start getting to you. They start needling you. They start encouraging you to think or rethink, in some cases, whatever it is that you've been thinking. This makes you a really good ally. And we need allies. All over the place, we need allies. Because people have been indoctrinated with this idea that as long as they're talking, they're talking. <laughs> no. No. You've got to have a reason to be talking. And we ought to appreciate that in, in your presentation. You, you're following your thought methodically as we are following your thought with you. And at the end of that, we are hoping that we would have learned something. You would have taught us something. You would have shared some valuable information. But at least, at the very least, you would have presented your version of the reality of what it is you're talking about. Okay, so we're developing the skill. We're working hard at it. We're not quite yet there. We're getting there. And therefore, that means that we are improving ourselves. We are becoming more efficient in the art of conversing. And we're becoming more valuable in terms of being able to engage with others. And, you know, you still have your your head on, <laughs> right, and screwed on, right, and uh, you can conduct a very intelligent conversation, you'd be hard, hard to beat. 
Okay. The number to call is 888-874-4888. You choose a subject, whatever it is you think we need to know more about or we need to appreciate your interpretation uh, more so than what we have been exposed to, and you make your case. That's it. Some people may agree. Some people may not agree. That's life. But what you are going to be doing is you are improving yourself and making it easier to understand what it is you're saying. And that would have a ripple effect. Other people doing the same thing. We are building basically a, a library, a reference library, if we keep it up. And people would be able to say, I heard it on PRN. I heard it on Lead Stories. So I, I, I agree with that point of view or I disagree with that point of view. Either way. It doesn't matter. It's important that you at least have uh, the wherewithal to agree or to disagree. So you pick your subject, and let's hear what you have to say at 888-874-4888. Who's going to be up first? I don't know. People are very reluctant to be up first. <laughs> I don't get it, but them them's the breaks. 888-874-4888. It is Free Your Mind Friday. We want to hear what it is you're freeing your mind of, and we want, at the end of your presentation, we would want to appreciate the fact that you did a good job or that you missed a few points, but generally you did all right. That's great. Good marks on your point, your part. Rudy from Montreal, we start with you. Hello. Hello, Eutrice. Um, it's been a while. It's, uh, yes, well, <laughs> it takes... I'm a slow thinker. <laughs> <laughs> well, <laughs> it's not funny. The subject is not funny, but... What I what is an, uh, annoying to me is this abortion situation. Sadly, the Supreme Court would be turning justice on their on its head if it allows the innocent to be killed. Everybody should agree that the fetus is the innocent party in this whole situation and a society even a most primitive society protects their potential uh, children and the living children but it is even more profound than this it means in effect in many endeavors in life, either in medicine, police work, um, vaccines, uh, prisoners, business, if the society gets to a point that the innocent can be dispensed of, can be cheated, can be mistreated, what society, what is going to happen to society? We, we have to protect the most vulnerable. All it takes is money. For, I mean, uh, governments who care about their people, they provide guaranteed incomes for children from birth to 18 years old. We, when going to war, uh, spending hundreds of billions of dollars, it comes out of the woodwork. Overnight, they create it. And yet, yet to benefit 
their own people, they refuse to go along with it. Rather, they rather build up a huge deficit that future generations are going to be responsible for. And any benefit that's come from this, there has been no benefit from these wars. There's just been total collapse, chaos, thievery, and abuse of, and worse of people. We have to have believe in the future of our children and our coming children. They are going to make the difference in the world. It's there, and to 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 watch a ch- a, a child being aborted, and fighting for its life on the table and being cut up by surgeon and put into vaccines. I mean, what if the, if the person had to kill the infant itself, would they have the... Why did we have to turn doctors into killers? They All right, so now give, bring us to your conclusion. If we want to live, if we want people to treat us and respect us, we have to protect the most vulnerable. We have the means. We have the ability. It's just being misdirected. It doesn't have to be like this. That's my conclusion. Well, thank you very much. We will see who takes you on. We'll see who agrees or who disagrees uh, as we go. But thank you so much for getting us off to a very powerful start today. Thank you. Thank you. Lincoln from New York, you're on the air. Trace? Hey. Just like it. Yeah. I hope everything is well with you. Um, Thank you. I just want to make a quick, broad sweep. Uh, just sharing some things. Uh, one of them is, you know, I keep hearing we talk about the Great Reset, and many people keep quoting from George Orwell's 1984. And I would like to say, and I won't be, I won't be dogmatic about it, but I will, I will say that um, I think people should realize that. What they're calling the Great Reset is what was spoken about in Revelation. And it's the same thing about the Mark of the Beast system. And it's actually even more accurate than George Orwell's. And this thing about AI, artificial intelligence, controlling us, that's what Revelation spoke about. Um, and, you know, it, it is it, it's just hold on, fashionable. Hold, hold on for a second, Lincoln. Are you taking us through a religious exercise at the moment? No, 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 no. Just listen, please. No, I'm just sharing an, an opinion with you. This is not about religion. I'm, I'm sharing. No, I'm, I'm asking and, and where I'm you're going because no, yeah, yeah, so no, no, far I just want to make a little quick. bit of everything. But go ahead. No, I, I just, I, that's why I preface by saying I want to make a quick, short, a brief, broad sweep. Uh, because I want to just touch on a couple of things quickly. So I'm just trying for people to rethink that. The, the thing, uh, people are always quoting from George Orwell, but, and he says uh, almost the same thing Revelation says about there is going to come a time when a world government is going to control us and people won't be able to eat, etc., unless they are connected to the system. But it's not fashionable to quote from Revelations. Um, and I did a little study. I said, I, I looked, I checked on George Orwell and come to find out he was greatly influenced by the Bible. And in many of his writings, he makes quotations from the Bible, from 
Titus and from Ecclesiastics. Uh, the next quick thing I want to touch on is this. Concerning Putin, and I want to sh- let people know this, I'm not a sycophant of no one, of no one, including P- Putin, but I believe in truth, like Malcolm X says, it doesn't matter where truth comes from once it's the truth. I want to share this thing about Putin, about Russia, quickly. Many people don't, another word. Hold on, hold on. Try to contain yourself for a minute and give us uh-huh. one, just think of us as, you know, we're very, we, we're poor, we're not as sophisticated as you. We could only handle one thing. I didn't say that, I didn't say right, that, right, I didn't say that, you were saying no, that. No, no, I'm saying that. So that when you take us on this panoramic uh, journey, it would not necessarily be an opinion. It would be a series of opinions, wouldn't it? Now, I, that's why I said a quick broad Just because I realized that the, the time in which we're bathing in, there's, there's a few things that I think that we need to brought up to speed about. A few things that I think we, all, we need to connect some of the dots. That's all. Yes, but you can't. Pay attention to the format, please. We have a number of people who would like to also contribute. Oh, okay. Just humor me. The last point I was on. Can you just let me finish that point? And I won't go to another point, okay? Yes. So let me just finish this about the thing about Putin. What I want to share this with people about Putin and Russia. A lot of people are not aware of the fact that since the breakup of the Soviet Union, this very Russia that was, this, that was so repressive, do you know that it has become the most Christianized nation in Europe? The same country which used to oppress Christians is, has become the most Christianized country in Europe. And they don't tell you that. And they also don't tell you. One of the things they despise about Putin is that Putin said, as long as I am control and leader of Russia, boys will be boys and girls will be girls. There will be no chance. They will be not teaching little children that, that they can choose their sex. And that's another thing they despise about him. And there's a lot to, to be said, but you see, we are bathing in propaganda. And it's, it's so much to cover, you three, so much to cover. I know, but you, you have to do the work of simplifying it so that we can, we can keep pace with you. But you're all over the place. So, but, but, so all I'm saying, ponder the couple of things I just put forth on the table, okay? That's all I'm saying. Ponder these things. And in pondering yeah, right. them, what will we get out of it? <laughs> you treat. When you ponder anything, is to try to say... Why do we ponder? I don't know what you'd get out of it. Ponder it. You should ponder it and come to conclusions. That's why we ponder. Okay. Well, well, you heard him. There's a suggestion now that we do some pondering. So we'll see how you're getting along with your pondering as we go. Thank you, Lincoln, for contributing today. Daryl from the Bronx, you're on the air. Hello, Utrees. Daryl McPherson. Hello. Bronx, New York. How are you? I'm fine, thank you. I hope you are too. Well, hope springs eternal. I'm going to stay focused. <laughs> I promised myself I would stay focused. So I'd like to entertain a way that uh, especially people without funds can contribute to uh Causes uh, 501c3s, not, not nonprofits and schools of their choice, simply by changing their behavior. Um, uh, my, hold on for a second. Yeah. It sounds like you're making a plea to, for people to consider the 501c3. That's just a reference to the uh, the federal rules under which. They are incorporated as a, a nonprofit, but that's not really quite your opinion, is it? It's not an opinion; it's a suggestion. I'm looking for an opinion. I haven't got one yet. Um, 
the opinion part of what I'm getting ready to propose is I'm trying to figure out why it's so hard for people to, after I give them the tools, change their behavior and profit themselves as compared to profiting a commercial firm. Yes, but you're doing a sales job. You're selling something. You're selling an idea. Which no, isn't actually, exactly, I, I, which isn't exactly an opinion. Something. What is your opinion is what I'm interested in. It, and your opinion can't be, well, I am proposing something for people to consider and an alternative to giving and, you know, uh, look at this kind of a structure. It's a sales job. And that's not the way we're going today. Okay, you're calling it a sales job, and that's not, that is counter, that's totally counter to what I want to do. What I'm looking to yes, do is change Yes, but, but, but that's what you are it's doing, because you're selling an idea. You're selling an idea, aren't you not? Are you not selling no. an idea? I'm sharing an idea. I'm not selling it. I Let's not play footsie here. Are you selling an idea for people to no. consider? What are you selling doing? Selling has to do with enticing someone to participate <laughs> or to obtain something that they may or may not need. You convince right, someone it's, it's, it's to a sales job. purchase You're something. You're selling people an idea for them to consider. Well, see, okay, so this way. is my opinion then. Forget, forget what I was going to say. This is exactly what, I, what, I, what I'm trying to understand, why it's so challenging for people to even listen to something that will benefit them. But what, that's not No matter opinion. what that is. No, no, no you're wondering me? now. You are cogitating. You are considering, which is not the exercise today. The exercise today is so you my opinion is, is that people something. will refuse some anything. People will refuse anything that challenges what they already believe. And in order to reach the person, you first have to understand A, what their belief system is, B, whether they yes, they but will you're selling what I'm trying to get you to you about yes. is that you're selling an idea. That's not the point of this program today. I'm not selling anything. I, I'm, you know, I'm the reason I the reason I'm hearing used to accept the word sell is because yes, sell you're selling is in the or persuade. Persuade. Does that no. work? No. No. Well I put ideas out that people can either accept or reject or in the context of what they understand about the idea. That's purely their decision. I, I, the last thing I want to do is to, quote, unquote, convince someone of what I'm thinking. That's well, totally anathema so to me. So far, you've been walking down that road. <laughs> you've been walking well, down the saying. old selling road. And you, that's exactly you, what I'm saying. Your I'm proposition is to entice us, those listening to you, to consider a method or another way that you you have that you will be presenting to us to consider. That would, of course, you would make the argument that it would be of great benefit to us. Once again, my opinion is that, forget what I was even going to say, because that's off the table now because of the direction of how it's even being challenged before it's presented. So it's pointless to share it. What my exact reason for calling was to understand how I'm being heard when I share thoughts. And what I hear is that, A, suspicion, B, 
selling, okay. which is totally anathema to how let, I let's understand stop right sharing. Here. Let's stop right here because yeah. you are responding, you are defending yourself against something that I did not accuse you of, other than to say that you are off course. You're off course. The exercise of the program today is to help people build credible arguments and present them in a way that makes use of the interaction between them and others, but it is not an opportunity, it is not a platform to sell an idea. It's, it's as simple as that. I'm looking so that's to what hear I'm an original thought. So is that an accusation or is that just a statement? Okay, you want to fight, you want to quarrel. I'm not no, going to want either of those things. I'm attempting to I, I understand what you're asking of me, and I'm attempting to adjust to what you're saying. And every time no, I do you, it, I'm you, 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 are, uh, you are adjusting to what you want to hear and what I am standing in the way of. You have a plan. There's going to be some time. You're going to... Uh, command the time and you will be able to use your time to conduct this dialogue with the, with the people listening. And that's not the purpose of this program today. It's Free Your Mind Friday. You ought to be reacting to something you ought to be challenging something. Our very first did that, talking about the, the, the innocent, who protects the innocent. And we have, they have no protection, uh, but we still cannot give up. Now, that's a very persuasive argument. You're not making an argument. You're selling something. Forgive me if that's what you're hearing. I'll work once again on how to present thought so that at least it can be introduced. Because that's, I'm, once again, selling isn't in my nature because I've purged it. However, I sound, I'm, I must sound like I'm selling because that's what you're telling me that I'm doing. I'm sharing yes. a thought. With everybody, you. everybody is doing it. By the way, it's not unique to you. People well, will be making a case for something. They're selling their, their, they're selling their perspective. Will we buy into it? It's a sales job, in that sense. Well, see, pretty simple. I, I, I Daryl McPherson refrains from doing that consciously. So if that's what it sounds like, then what Daryl McPherson needs to do is Daryl McPherson needs to learn how to communicate differently because selling implies convincing someone to, to purchase in some way something that they may not even need. And that's farthest okay. from my mind. You're way off. You're way off the, the target here, and, and you should come back to it because now you are on an entirely different plane. The idea is to <clears throat> present a thought, a very simple thing, a very simple idea, but in a way that does not... Uh, demand of people that they consider you, but that they are persuaded by the strength of your argument that you're making sense. That's what or I think you do. The, yes. uh, the exact opposite, that you're not making sense. And early on, very soon after you started, you launched your sales program. <laughs> and I'm telling you, it, it, that's not the way to go. Understood. Okay, well then, polish it up, take another look at it in terms of the presentation so you don't alienate people 
who think that they're just sitting there next to their radio and whatnot, and you are all about your sales job. Forget it. That's right. What you want to do is engage people in a very serious discussion about what you think will work, of something that will work, and why. But you don't need to start off by telling people that, essentially, they're not quite smart enough to know that you're offering something very important or something very precious for them to consider. You're telling them in so many words, as you start out, I want to know why people don't do such as you, you're wagging a finger at people when you want to have them listen to you. Who wants to do that? So take another look, take another listen, polish up your act and let's do this again next Friday and see if you've gotten the point. Thank you so much for the opportunity. Thank you very much for receiving it uh, the way you have. Thank you so much. All right. Um, let's talk to King from the Virgin Islands. Greetings. Hello. Greetings, Dutrice. Can you hear me clearly? I can hear you clearly. Oh, good, because I have you in a comfortable position on my speaker. So I wanted to commend you, by the way. First of all, greetings to you and your listening audience. It's all of us. Greetings yes. to me and the, the rest of the community. Everybody is in the yeah, same community. Well. We don't want to leave them out. <laughs> no, we don't. Yeah. So now I have a short piece that I want to share with you, but I wanted to commend you on the way you handled the last caller and the caller before that. The caller before that, he reminded me of me. I have so much on my mind, and I'm throwing it out, thinking that, yeah. you're, you know, I'm on first now. Now I'm on third. I'm at home plate. I'm going to second. You know, I took it the, the crowd is with me, but, you know, you kind of let them know. Let's, let's narrow it down and give the people you know, something that they can understand. And then this, this last gentleman, I have just a brief comment, and I think he had good intentions and everything, but uh, yeah. you said it exactly the way it was. He was selling something. When the, for example, when Jehovah Witness come with their magazine, they don't charge you for the magazine, but they're trying to sell something that's written in the magazine. But it didn't cost you 10 cents. You know, and uh, so I just want to acknowledge that. Now, the short piece, if you would indulge me. Sure. Go ahead. Okay. It's very short. Uh, 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 one more comment. Um, uh, this war in Ukraine, I, we should be sending, as USA, I don't know what Europe is doing, we should be sending diplomats and peacemakers over there, not bombs and weapons. But anyway, that's a, a little off uh, to the side. But let me get back to this little piece, if you if you will. Hold on one second. I took you off the speaker. I won't feel alone. Where is the honor for your loved ones who have shown you love for so long? Is family just a common tool that you discard for a newly discovered friend? Are the promised gifts and the many rewards to be bestowed on me upon your death? Further, can I expect to finally receive your approval at the foot of your tomb? Is it better okay, for one to dream of great... Hold it, hold it, hold it. You're not... Okay, I will... You're reading to us. Excuse me? That's not... Oh, oh, oh. I, 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 I wanted to share a piece. That was a piece that I wrote. No, this is oh, not that's about not sharing. This is about educating, and uh, it's, it's free your mind with the Okay, so it's just, just right off the top of your mind. So I'll just, um, I'll, I'll, I'll just um, you know, uh, give somebody else a chance to free their mind. Thank so you. So I give thanks. I you treat, and you have a generosity and a nice weekend. Thank you, Thank you so much. Alex from New York, you're on the air. <laughs> We're having a little 
difficulty with people freeing their minds today. What's going on? Oh, okay. Uh, well, I'm a little bit better now, but last time I called, I was a little upset. Um, okay, but my thing I want to start off as explaining something, misinformation. When you're in, like, say, third grade, oh, this happened to me, you're at the beginning of the line, uh, the teacher explains a story to the first person, and then by the time it gets down to the 15th or 10th person, the story is completely changed. So it's my opinion that um, people formulate conclusions based on misinformation. Uh, I'm really into health, all right? Uh, I'm training for oh, the Ironman. Wait Iron a minute, you, you, you've already yeah. gone to the subject number three. Well, actually, and no. We have no idea of what your journey relation, is today. A, misinformation in regards to the difference between pharmaceuticals and supplements. People often will drive uh, misinformation from things that they heard from third person or word of mouth. And a lot of times they won't go to doctors, they won't go to clinicians that have clinical experience that will be able to tell them if what they're doing is effective. So what, what happens is, my dietitian would tell me this, what happens is a lot of people will formulate views and opinions and conclusions based on the fact that they tried something and didn't work and they knock it. So what ends up happening is what I'm saying is people will formulate opinions and views and conclusions based on the fact that they have misinformation because they are not either skilled enough to understand what they're doing or they haven't worked with someone that knows what they're doing. If you, if you could stop then, wagging your finger of, if you could stop wagging your finger of blame for a moment, and tell us what, do you mean? what is it that what is the gift that you're bringing to us today? That it's always better to have someone that has a good amount of experience and know what they're. They have to know what they're talking about. You can't just you can't just conclude something based on just anecdotal information. You have to have a, a good person that's experienced enough. I'm into health. I have to work with someone who's experienced. I can't draw my own conclusions based on what I read, say, at PubMed, because I don't have the scientific background to do that, even though I have a good amount. But I don't have enough that I can conclude a lot of stuff accurately. So it's always good to have someone that you work with so you don't, you know, uh, drive long-term misinformation over years and years and years. So All right. what I, well, what well, I thank found you. is a lot of people... We, we, we got it. We got it. We got it. Uh, you missed the mark today. I ask why do you think I was wagging? I don't know what you meant by that. Why do I think you were what? Wagging my finger at someone, blaming. Because you, you said mean it. By that? You, you actually it? said it. You blaming no, what people I was saying, for, what I was for doing something that they shouldn't do, on, which contributes yeah. to their lack of knowledge, because right. they, they're not doing the right expert. They're not going about it the right way. All right. Well, right. let's. You have some That's time good. between now and Friday, next Friday, and you can polish up your act and we'll see what you say. Thanks so much for calling today. Okay. Jeremiah from Harlem, you're on the air. I'm having a little tough Interesting time program today, Yatrice. <laughs> Rather interesting program. I feel like I'm wandering around in Times Square or something. Um <laughs> I'm going to try to summarize what, what's kind of uh, jumbled up in my head here. Um, and, you know, it pertains to our two-party political system. Now, I've said on this program, and I believe for years, that basically it's a big scam. And what we have before us are two parties that are actually one party pretending to be two parties. Because in that case, no matter who wins or who loses, the party always wins. And... 
Um, it seems to me that the overlap between the Democrats and the Republicans is overwhelming, despite their superficial differences about certain little cultural issues and whatnot. Um, they all stand in support of the military-industrial complex, the prison-industrial complex, um, and any number of uh, hallmarks that, uh, that unify the party. Um, but at the same time, I have voted lesser of two evils um, over the years, or what I thought was a lesser of two evils vote for the Democrats, because the Democrats, to me, while never really having um, a clear platform of, of any kind, actually, just they seem to identify themselves just in opposition to the Republicans, they seem to be slightly more civil, slightly more humanized. Even if it was just rhetoric, I appreciated their superficial presentation of saying, hey, look, we understand there are black people, there are women, there are gay people, there are different types of people in society, and, you know, we shouldn't persecute people and, and people need opportunities and so on. But in light of the mandates, the vaccine mandates and the whole medical system that's emerged in the past two years, um, I call it the follow-up to the homeland security industry. Now we have the biosecurity industry, which is the big sequel, the big follow-up. But um, I think that the Democrats have now exceeded the Republicans as being the worst of two evils within that superficial framework. So having laid out everything that I just laid out, I'm curious to see what's going to transpire in these upcoming elections, because what it seems to me is that the Democrats or the, the rank and file, the Democrats, um, is, you know, the, the, the working person, the working class person is likely to be completely and utterly alienated from the Democrats at this point. And I think that, um, you know, they're, they're sort of led by an academic elite and with all of their race theory and gender theory and all this other stuff, they think they're really smart, but they couldn't be more disconnected what a so-called ordinary person experiences walking down the street, going to school, going to work, whatever someone does on a daily basis in this society, the liberal elite that are steering the Democratic Party, they couldn't be more disconnected from what that is. And they think they're really smart. They're super arrogant and smug. But, um, you know, assuming the votes are really counted, and I'm not actually sure of that, but if the votes are counted and, um, you know, they don't understand how badly they've alienated themselves from the so-called average citizen, the average person, I think um, they're going to have a rude awakening in these upcoming elections because, you know, they've completely neglected uh, the needs of the people. They slap the people in the face in, in various forms and fashion, and then they're pushing forward this agenda that, uh, you know, no person would identify with just for practical reasons so that's Ooh. my that's my take for today is i i'm i'm curious <laughs> about the future of the democratic Why party assuming assuming that the votes are counted i'm wondering what their end game is here with their sort of liberal elite disposition well it is so good to get an opinion <laughs> to have somebody literally free their mind of a, a, a thing you're thinking about. So thank you for that. Thank you very much, Jeremiah. My pleasure. Veronica, Our for, pleasure. Veronica from uh, Delaware, you're on the air. Good day. How art thou? I'm okay. Thank you. I was calling to thank you as well for your program and all that you have been doing for decades. I thank you. Wanted, I wanted to... Um, ask um, what, well, um, they have rules, they have constitutions, they, all these things. Um, and I don't recall everyone running outside uh, to um, concerning uh, George Floyd, Breonna Taylor. I don't recall everyone running outside these same organizations for these uh, events that were occurring, and we still have people being um, violated in their homes, 
people are still shooting at us, our children, and so forth. And they didn't have money for reparations and so forth, uh, for roads, bridges, health care, and uh, to repair the society and to protect the children. And then they tell us, run out because they, uh, they want to take away the rights of someone else, never dealing with the actual issues that occurred, you know. So if I look at these things, it is not uh, unusual because this has been the M.O., you know. We want to financially benefit, so we start another war, we start another war. I am over 50, and there has not been two years of me breathing that America has not been at war with other people. And then they are the ones that hold the flag stating human rights. They're violating human rights, and they're violating the human beings that live in America every you, you, you You're taking us on a scenic tour without giving us a, a, a clear indication as to where you're going. Mm-hmm. So, uh, I, I, could you, you know, give us well, a clear we, indication as to where you're going? They attack everyone, but we need a third party. We need the Freedom Party. We need anything but... Who is the they that you're talking about? The society, we as a people, need to continue Fannie Lee, Lou Hamer's Freedom Party. You know, we need to continue uh, Stokely, excuse me, Kwame Torre. We need to continue what Malcolm started. We really must do something different because we can't continue doing the same things and expecting a change. You know? Um, the solutions are already there. It's written, um, you know, um, and we need to move on it, continue moving on it. The Million Woman March, we need to continue moving on all the things, the solutions, because every, uh, every solution is already there. We need to act on it. We need to act on the, the, the things that are successful, such as the Garvey movement. We need to do what's best for us as a people. There are more of us that are doing the right things than the people that are in government doing the wrong things. That's okay. my opinion. Well, you, you, you got through the gate right here. <laughs> That's good. Thank you so much, Veronica, for contributing today. Leona from Michigan, you're on the air. Greetings, what are you thinking your mind of today? Well, I, I wanted to uh, free my mind. I think that uh, Senator Rand Paul of Kentucky uh, seems to have some respect or value for the truth, and, and I, I appreciate that. Um, let's see, on yesterday, May 12th, you know, he... Uh, he he uh, in in the in the Congress there, uh, he he has blocked in a in a way the passage of that thirty nine point eight billion dollar House passed Ukraine aid package, and uh, in his objection, you know he he was saying that quote my oath of office is to the U S Constitution, not to any foreign nation end of quote, and one of the reasons uh, he he's uh, objecting or. or having the effect of holding up the bill is that he wants this aid bill to be modified to include a uh, special inspector general uh, to oversee waste uh, uh, in this, I guess, in the, in the aid package. He mentioned the special inspector general who was overseeing the waste in Afghanistan and that that person was doing a good job. And um, I, oh, really? I, I also appreciate that. Huh? Really? The person in Afghanistan is doing a good job? I, well, that's, that's what he said. That, 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 that that's, has done a good job or, or what have you. I don't know if you're talking about the current or past or whatever, but he did mention that. 
it's on C-SPAN if, if folks are interested in, in watching his remarks. And I also like how Senator Rand Paul was asking good questions during this COVID pandemic thing when he was questioning uh, Anthony Fauci and others. You know, so, yeah, uh, uh, he's with the Republican well, he Party. he wasn't but... exactly questioning. He was humiliating, uh, oh. which is what he does, um, to prove that he is no ordinary legislator. He has knowledge of the world of medicine, and he likes to show up, show it off. It it didn't. He did not challenge in such a way that it elevated the discussion. He was attacking. Um, so we we have to be pretty clear about that. And the only reason he did it was to position himself as uh, someone in authority in medicine over uh, saying to uh, Fauci. You're not the only one who knows a thing or two about medicine. I do, too. Yeah, well, th there were some other questions that I thought, um, well, you, you, may be, you may be correct, but I, I, he was doing, I saw him doing more than some of what the others were doing. I'll put it that way. And uh, raising, putting some questions on the table and, and uh, either suggesting that, that Fauci should resign at some point uh, and caught Fauci in what appeared to be a, a false statement as well. So I guess more will be revealed, but I hear what you're saying, and I know we're short on time, and I just wanted to say a little comment about the, the so-called abortion thing. And, um, and I, I, I think it's important, you know, for men, males, to recognize their role in uh, the need for women to have abortions. Um, you know, there's this metaphor, uh, they could, you know, consider keeping their rockets in their pockets of sorts. Or, as uh, Whoopi Goldberg said once, you know, if, 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 if men want to stop abortion, they should shoot their penises. Of course, she said something a little more colorful than penises. But um, those are my part of my free in my mind today. So thank you. Thank you, Leona. And that brings us to the end of our program today. We had some difficulty. But it's good difficulty, because despite the fact that we, we had to get some things reordered uh, and revisited, the main thing is that you're learning how to make an argument, how to make your argument and make it very clear. And I thank you for that. Because in another, I mean, this is a process, and we're just starting out, but it won't be too long before people would be impressed that just listening to this program alone would cause them to revisit issues that they have been dealing with but have not yet fully resolved in their own minds. Thank you so much for your cooperation and your enthusiasm and let's go let's go higher and higher we see you uh, on monday hopefully you'll have time to to talk to your neighbors and friends and family over the weekend and to have some rest get some rest and get in fighting mode for next week Bye-bye.